I am Goku-san from onichi.blogspot.com, and this is my first attempt at a podcast. So, um, bear with me, because this could be my first time and could be my last time, depending on how you guys enjoy it. This podcast, we're going to try to review anime that, well, I guess a lot of other podcasts review as well, but we're going to try to give it a new kind of spin, and I'm not quite sure how yet, but I'm sure we'll figure something out. Anyway, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, such as Anime World Order, which happens to be one of my favorites. Otaku Generation is not bad, and there's, of course, the Weekly Anime Review, which is also a very good podcast. So, why is it that I'm doing this podcast? It's so that I can promote my website and possibly get a couple of people interested in coming to visit us, to look at our content, and to listen to some of our reviews. Today, on our inaugural event, we will talk about the brand new release of the Dragon Ball Z Season 1 DVD box set, which comes out, well, which came out on February 6th of this year. Now, a lot of people have already bought this, and a lot of people won't buy it because they don't like Dragon Ball Z. Personally, from my name, you probably understand that I am one of those people that does enjoy Dragon Ball Z, and I have been a fan of the show for quite a long time. So let's start with our actual review. So, a lot of other podcasts have called the new Dragon Ball Z release the Ugly Orange Box Set. Or I guess the Ugly Orange Brick, whichever way you want to look at it. Anyway, Funimation released this boasting that this new set is remastered from 1080p HD Masters film masters into a 16 by 9 widescreen format. Now, you have to think to yourself, first of all, Dragon Ball Z is a 1980s show, and it was definitely recorded in 4 by 3 so how can Funimation claim that this is 16 by 9 content? Well, the simple answer is, of course, cropping the top and bottom. But we'll get more into that, and you can also find out more information about that on the website as the reviews there as well. Anyway, let's talk about some of the basics of this actual release. So, the box comes with a slip cover which is got, you know, Vegeta on the front cover. And when it comes off, you're revealed with a case that opens up into like three or four compartments and the discs are lined up one on top of each other which I think is one of the cheapest ways that anybody could ever package a DVD since Funimation is a pretty rich company they should probably be able to package it properly but I digress the DVDs are stacked on top of one another and there are six of them which is a pretty good step because originally they planned five but of course with customer complaint they decided, okay, fine, we'll give you whatever you need. So we got six DVDs, one through six contain episodes one through 39 of the actual show, and the last disc contains a couple of extras, 
let's talk about these extras, which are fantastic. Anyway, Dragon Ball Z Rebirth is a look at the restoration process, and there is an interview with one of the supervisors of this process. Only one, and that is it. We also have something called A New Look, which is a promotional video showing Dragon Ball Z in its 16 by 9 glory. And I say glory with quotation marks because it's definitely not that glorious. There's also Textless Songs, which provides you with Chala Head Chala and Zenkai Power without any credits over them, which is a very basic release, and a lot of discs already do that anyway. And then, of course, we have Trailers, which show off more of the Funimation content. One of the interesting features of this disc is called the Marathon Mode, which you can get from the main menu. And this allows you to watch the entire disc without any breaks or pauses in between the episodes. So in the beginning you will get your Chala Head Chala opening theme, and then you watch all the way through to the end of the disc, and you get your Zenkai Power ending theme. And I thought that was a very nice touch, and it could be one of the few things that Funimation actually did that was kind of nice. Alright, let's talk about the audio, since we've talked about the video a little bit. And, uh, as you understand, it's not really high definition, because they released this on DVD and not on Blu-ray or HD DVD. So you're not really getting 1080p quality. The other thing is, of course, they used a lot of digital noise reduction, which creates a lot of blurring effects, and you lose a lot of detail on a lot of the things that you're watching. Alright, so the audio. Let's take a look at that. Now, I never owned the Ultimate Uncut Edition releases, which got stopped by Funimation earlier this year, or last year, I should say. But from what I do know, the original English dub was presented in 5.1 surround sound on those Ultimate Uncut DVDs. In this version, we get a first from Funimation, and that is, they provide you with the English dub with Japanese background music. Now, I know you're thinking, well, didn't we ask for this about 10 years ago? And the answer is yes, we did. And it's a little too late for them to try to start to try to start winning the fans over with this anyway. The English dub now has 2.0 stereo mix instead of the 5.1 sound. Why is that? Now, see, the thing, the thing is, those fans that have been watching it, like me, for a long time, they're not going to care about the English dub with Japanese background music. What they're going to care about is the Japanese with Japanese, which is the normal configuration for what we watch usually. And that hasn't been touched, it still remains Stereo Mix 2.0. On the other hand, those that watch the English broadcast and love their English dub, they're not going to want the Japanese background music because they're so used to the Falconer stuff. Which, you know, I can't stand, but a lot of these people can. Since Pioneer originally dubbed the first season, Funimation had to redub it completely, not using the Ocean Studios as Pioneer had done. With that, Funimation made a couple of changes to the script, and they completely re-recorded everything. So take that as you may. I've been talking a lot of negative about this set, and, I mean, honestly, it's not that bad. But there are many, many flaws with it, like we've mentioned. 
you can get a lot more detail on the website as I have posted a lot more detail on it but <clears throat> basically the question is should you as a consumer go out and buy it would you want to is it worth the price and that is where the pro the biggest pro for this set comes in and that is the fact that it's 29.99 at retail for 39 episodes that is an unbelievable price for the first time ever Funimation gave us an unbelievable price I personally do not mind the 16 by 9 so much I know a lot of people will look at me and say you're insane you've gotta to stick to the original and I agree I agree you should stick to the original but this 16 by 9 I checked it out on a nice 50 inch widescreen monitor television monitor television whatever you say and it looked fantastic now sure you miss a couple of things here and there but that's only because you're looking for it normally it doesn't really detract there are other things that of course detract from it and that's the fact that there's a lot of digital noise reduction a lot that removes a lot of the grain but it also removes a lot of the textures a lot of the nice scenery that you see is very bland now the colors are very smushed the dub I'm not really concerned about because I still only listen to Japanese and I don't care about the English dub so I'll stick to what I see there so basically my review for this set and as I said on the website I give this set a C plus to a B minus now I'm willing to buy more of these because they're cheap because they provide more episodes but at the same token I am planning to buy the R2 DVDs when I decide to actually order them from Japan so should you buy it that is the question what I can tell you is if you do not mind 16 by 9 so much and if you do not mind the price which I don't think anybody should this is a wonderful wonderful offer by Funimation but if you are a very Dragon Ball Z oriented person that can't have their content altered from the original then maybe this set is not for you I'm not a Funimation spokesman, so I'm not going to promote you to buy it. I bought it, and I'll watch it, but like I said, I will still plan to get those R2 DVDs from Japan. Now, what I forgot to mention was that this set comes with a nice little additional booklet, which has a lot of information in it about Season 1, about Dragon Ball Z in general. Now, whether or not this information is actually accurate that remains to be seen but we already see an inconsistency there with for example TN's profile which lists him as a descendant of the three-eyed people now as far as I know TN was definitely human but what do I know Funimation is a god in this I suppose there's also an interesting timeline there of a look at the history of Dragon Ball Z in America and of course that is somewhat inaccurate as well but I think for more inconsistencies, for more information about this set, it is important that you go check out another podcast, which I forgot to mention earlier in the show, and that is Daizenshu EX with Mike Labrie, or Vegito EX as he likes to call himself. You can find this podcast at www.dizex.com. Now, I'm promoting it for him because he's a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, and I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, so I hope he can get this information out to you guys better than I can. Well, that about does it for my review of the Big Ugly Orange Brick. And that also wraps up the show for today. And um, 
once again, I would like to mention that it is vital for you to go visit Daizenshu EX's podcast. And if you'd like podcasts and anime in general, check out Anime World Order or Otaku Generation, along with Weekly Anime Review. These are all fantastic podcasts, which have a lot of different animes in their review database, I suppose you could say. Let's wrap this up. You can find us online at onichi.blogspot.com, and you can email me at onichianimereview at gmail.com. And now, when you email me, send me some constructive criticism, send me some review suggestions, tell me what I can do to make this podcast better, or tell me if I'm doing a good job, which I doubt I am because this is my first ever podcast. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you guys. Next time, I plan to take a look at another anime that is actually currently being released in Japan. Um, This anime is Death Note, and you should expect a very interesting review about that coming soon. For now, I'm going to say Jamata Minna, which means see you all later. (laughs) 